0: Welcome to Sky High Results Online, where I interview the best online marketers and uncover their top strategies to drive the growth of their business. I'm your host Victoria Gibson and I'm here to share the best advice for women entrepreneurs to boost their online marketing efforts and get results now. Now, here's your episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Sky High Results Online. And today I'm pretty thrilled to be welcoming my event secret weapon, Jade McKenzie, to the podcast. Jade, you can find Jade at eventhead.com.au and she's an event professional for heart-centered entrepreneurs and business owners. And really what Jade doesn't know about events and holding events to get your message across and create an amazing experience for your audience just isn't worth knowing. So I really wanted her uh, on the call today so we could talk all things events. Um, I've hosted a few events and Jade's definitely helped me, um, you know, create uh, the foundation for those. uh, And, uh, you know, I wanted her to be able to come and share her methodologies and advice for all of you so welcome Jade it's great to have you here oh thank you
1: so much for having me I'm thrilled to be joining you today
0: it's my pleasure so why don't we dive straight in now I know you know you've you've had a you know a, a large history in the whole event world do you want to just tell us a bit about that journey and where you come from and how you amassed all that amazing information
1: it's, it's certainly been a
0: journey, <laughs> as everyone's is, right? <laughs> yes, that's
1: it. I always say that I've worked my whole life towards event head. I just didn't know it, mm-hmm. and um, I've been doing events for over a decade now in all capacities, from finance and corporate to not-for-profit and fundraising and now within my own business. So since I was 18, I've been doing events in every single job I've had and I've just come to really, really love and be passionate about what they are and what they can do to change the world positively and to help and connect people.
0: Beautiful. Absolutely. There's nothing better than the opportunity to actually meet um, your audience or your your target market, your clients, face to face, and really share what you're most passionate about. And well, can we go to that? I know, I know, I'd love to stay positive, but can we go to the the negative first and tell me what you see most people doing wrong when they host events or go to put on an event? What are what are the top mistakes you see people make?
1: Oh. There's a few, and I feel like because I've been in events so long, I'm a little jaded too. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little harder to impress me. (laughs) Yes,
0: absolutely. But
1: but that's because I'm blessed to see so many incredible events, like yours, Victoria, where you Mm. care for people and you make them excited about the topics you're speaking about and you have a great connection with them. So... In terms of mistakes that I see, I think the biggest one is actually allowing enough time to get that connection going with your audience. You know, mm. greeting people at the door and saying hello personally, breaking down any barriers between you versus them, and making yourself accessible can make such a big difference between people approaching you at the end and wanting to be a client or take the relationship further. Yeah, people walking away feeling like the content was good but maybe the connection wasn't there so mm. that's
0: definitely
1: the first thing i see and yep. is that something you would agree with
0: from holding your own events oh absolutely and god you know i've been to a ton of events you know here and um overseas and yeah you can definitely that there's the ones that where they create that real connection and engagement and Um, you know, they they know that their message is is meeting the audience too, I think is important. But yeah, for sure, creating a connection is a big one. What else do you think are some of the ones that you see people making mistakes?
1: Oh, a big one is not knowing your purpose. Mm -hmm. So that can sound airy-fairy because when we go into events, we think, oh, well, my purpose is to run an event and share good information. Yeah. But there's a beautiful way that you can drill down into that further and say okay, well what is my purpose? Is it to disseminate certain information on a topic that somebody can then implement in their day-to-day life and change things for the better? Is my purpose to spread the word about what I do, how I do it and gain new clients along the way? is my purpose to step up and shine and really become a go-to girl or an expert in a certain industry. Mm. There are definitely ways that you can look into it deeper and further and then from that you create an action plan for how that's all going to come true. So if your purpose is to sell a program or a course, by thinking about what your purpose really is and what you want the outcomes to be, you can then plan for that and then it becomes a result rather than a nice-to-have. So that's definitely something that I encourage all business owners to do and I do a lot of work and have a signature five-step process on how to determine your why because it is such a big thing and um, if you don't, if you really don't pay attention to it, you're leaving money and business on the table, which Mm. is a shame.
0: Yeah, definitely. So, what are you what are you thinking when when people come to you and they're planning an event? I guess it's going to be different for for people would have a different purpose and so on. Is there like a um, ideal length of time to host an event, or you know, for people to get a transformation? Is there a minimum amount of time you think um, is necessary to foster that connection and ensure? that you know they want to perhaps go further and work with you or at least walk away if they're not if you're not going to upsell them to anything and feel like they've really experienced a transformation within the event what what are your thoughts on that
1: oh that's such a good question I don't think anyone's ever asked me that
0: before
1: (laughs) and I've done a lot of talking about (laughs) it
0: Well, I'm just I'm just trying to relay the questions I get asked a lot about events as well, and hopefully that's what listeners on the podcast are thinking as well. Like when events come to mind, it's like, well, how long do I do it for? What you know, what because sometimes people come to me and say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this event from like four till six p.m. And It's kind of like, wow, how are you gonna establish a great connection with people in two hours? But then you know, just the other day actually, I saw. That um, Chris Carr and Gabby Bernstein were doing a two-hour event, and I thought, well, okay, well they're kind of doing it, but I, I imagine because they're quite established, people have already consumed so much of their information. They know what they're about. They understand their message, and they're just getting some more, you know, time with them. So, to me, two hours feels too small, but you know, too short. But what are your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, well, I completely agree, and I think that a two-hour event is very workable for somebody with a bigger profile and a connected community. Mm. And even your gorgeous friend, Denise, when she did her Melbourne event, that was only a couple of hours, but that was with lots of women and people who had been in contact with her for many years, have followed her, have loved Mm. her work, have seen her do video blogs regularly. They know what she's all about. So a two-hour event if you've got an established community is good because you're just inviting them to step a little closer to you and become a bit more personal with you. It doesn't have to be too long. Whereas with the work that you do, which is quite deep and transformational Mm -hmm. over a longer period of time, it's really nice, especially in mastermind groups or people who need results when they leave that room they need something that they can implement into their business or their life, that stuff can take a day to two days. Mm. And they want to have access to you. They want to have access to your brain and all of the wisdom that's in it. Mm. And we both know that in two hours that's not going to happen. So
0: depending
1: on what you want the outcome to be and how strong your community is,
0: you know your events could go up to a week for a beautiful retreat yes well that's true too yeah so yeah and what are your thoughts then on um and this might sort of bleed into that mistakes thing um you know that perhaps people make in terms of how you disseminate your information like what is the best way to engage with your audience in a live event Uh, interactive power powerpoint you know what what feels you know what do you recommend in relation to how people get their message across I think
1: first of all it has to work for you so I personally use powerpoints because that for me this sounds really weird but that for me is actually quite grounding Mm. because I know I have my main points up there I know I'm not going to miss anything important that yes. I wanted to get across. Yes. I know that it works for people who like to take notes off a screen with words. You know, not everybody wants to stare at my face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <don't>
0: yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, then, I do. You're beautiful. I, I would. <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: And then you can mix it up within the presentation with music or video It really does come down to what you're comfortable with. I know people who are amazing just talking and they don't need slides because they have such a great presence up there and they can talk to that information that they want to get across. They can remember all of those points. So there's no real right or wrong as long as you are getting across your message in a succinct way, in a way that's understandable for your audience and you're keeping them engaged by giving them aha moments mm-hmm. regularly, then you're doing a good job.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that um, I'm the same. I do like to be grounded with a presentation as well. I think that keeps me on purpose and on in flow as well. Otherwise, I'll go off on a tangent and won't be able to deliver everything that i set out to deliver because isn't it amazing how um quick the time goes um when when you're thinking of a, um setting up a presentation even for a day and you think oh wow like what am i going to talk about for 6 7 hours but it's amazing once you give people breaks and make sure that you're looking after them as well and their well-being that there's not actually a ton of time to put lots of content in there right
1: no it just goes so quickly.
0: Yeah, it, it really does. So I find that too. So you generally need a bit longer than you than you would anticipate. So tell me a little bit. I know we've got different kind of events. So in in let's talk a little bit. You, you know, you mentioned about your um, you working with clients on your purpose and having run so many events and helped people with their events in the past. So. That's led you to create actually a a virtual program, right? For people who want to create their own events. Tell me a little bit more about that, and then I've got some more questions to hit you up with. (laughs) (laughs) with Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) So, Workshop Wonderful is my flagship e course, and it's basically two months with people who are ready to change the world with their events and their workshops. So they've been working one-on-one with people for a very long time, they want to expand their business and they want to explore the world of events but perhaps they're a little overwhelmed about what to do, when to do it, how it's all going to look, they know that there's so much more they can do but they're not quite sure how to get there and Mm -hmm. they're also a little fearful about how they're going to pull it off and get people in a room. So basically Workshop Wonderful is everything that I've learned over over a decade of blood, sweat and many, many tears, Mm -hmm. (laughs) doing the good stuff, the bad stuff, the hard stuff, working with CEOs, working with not-for-profit, with zero budget, with budgets of thousands and You start to see patterns, you start to see what works, and I've put it all in a program so that it's accessible for everyone because I like to say I did not bleed all this blood and I did not sweat all this sweat and cry these tears to walk on this journey alone. Yes. Everything I've done, I am compelled to share it with others because events especially, and I know you would agree with me on this, Mm you just dive right in the deep end and sometimes you are doggy paddling for your life and you learn so much Mm. from every single event. So this is my way of giving back to people all of my knowledge and wisdom and help them with creating the best experience possible, not just for their attendees but for themselves as well yeah because i'm very passionate about it can you tell
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely which is why i love you know I, I love talking with you about it because i i do i love live events too and i i you know i'm passionate about them too and i i love um you know seeking your guidance on things and, you, and you're such a master at it so you know i i know that people are really scared to dive in to create their first event like it's it's confronting i think you know, part of, I, I don't even know how I got the courage to kind of do my first one. And I think about 30 people showed up and I was like, Oh my God, like, what am I actually going to do? Like, it was really quite intimidating and daunting. And I think back to it now and think, Oh God, the content I shit." you know, it was boring death by PowerPoint, whatever. I mean, it was like a nightmare, but anyway, I mean, it worked well. I mean, I sold from my very first event. Um, I, think I sold about $18,000 worth of programs just in that one that one first event off the bat so you know the potential of doing them is just so um so big and such a a thing that you, you know whether you're introverted extroverted whether you like to be in the spotlight or not you can tailor an event to suit your personality you don't have to do a big you know fill a room event I personally like to do just you know smaller intimate events um, and get people bigger breakthroughs and transformations so that's not for everyone either so tell me a bit about how you guide people to choose the kind of event that's right for them
1: well it's everything that you said and I just love that you said that and that you get it because Mm -hmm. events can be whatever you want them to be And if you're introverted and you prefer smaller groups, then you can absolutely do something that's beautiful, premium, luxe, high quality and maybe a little higher priced than if you did something with 100 people in a room. They can be so flexible and that's the thing. Once you know the basics of a good event, then you can do anything you want. You mm. could make $18,000 with four people. You could yeah. make 18000 with with 100 people. It just depends on what you have to offer on the day or what you want the next steps to be. But, you know, it really comes down to personal preference, personality, where you feel you can shine and what gives you confidence to step up and really say very proudly, this is who I am, this is the message I have to share, and this is how I can help you. And that comes in many beautiful, beautiful forms. So there's no right, there's no wrong, but there are very solid foundations that come for all of those events.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, And I think that's the thing. This is your show. This is your rodeo. You get to decide Um, how you'd like to play it so don't get swept up in what other people are doing Um, you know make sure that you play to your strengths because authenticity is such a key part of of creating a great event as well so you want to make sure you are playing to your strengths and and not sort of putting you in out of your comfort zone because it's going to come across so starting small is is fabulous and it's such a great way to do it Um, tell tell me what are your sort of, what's your advice or your take or your approach to when people come to you and say, okay, well, I want to be able to create an event and I want to upsell my programs there. Um, or I, you know, I'd love to invite people to work with me on a deeper level at an event. Um, you know, what, what's your kind of advice if, if people are looking to transition the people at the event to another program?
1: So there's a couple of things you can do and (laughs) like with all things sales and promotion, some things will trigger some personality types and other people will be very comfortable with it. So Mm -hmm. you just build um, from whatever base you're comfortable with. But basically the three things that you need to do is to talk about your work throughout the whole presentation. Mm-hmm. So if you can, include real-life examples from your own clients. So where you've given somebody results, then talk about it and tell people that it was from a specific program. Mm,
0: yeah, that's that's super important. So even, you know, sharing some of your clients' stories um, can work really powerfully in an event as well. Um, mm-hmm. But sometimes people may not, you know, it might be your first first offer too. So, you know, I think um, from my experience, um, making sure that you've got a limited nature to the offer at the event. So Mm -hmm. if they can only have um, that special offer at the event, they can only claim that there. I think that that definitely helps people make a decision. And one of the other um, tips, if, you know, if I can just say as well, I think is to make sure that you make the offer not right at the end of the event. Um, Give it it time for for it to seep in. Um, You know, people sort of start to check out near the end or when they know they're going um, and they're they're probably not as receptive to um, an offer right at the end. So so leaving time, I find, is is a good way to do it Um, and creating some sort of limited nature around that offer definitely helps um, people take action.
1: Absolutely. And even... If you do it before a break, so then you have that time to talk with people who have inquiries. So before afternoon tea, Mm -hmm. say, okay, well, this is the offer I have. If you want to delve in deeper into this work that we've been doing, you want to get the results that I've been talking about, then I am going to open up 10 spots. my beautiful mastermind group and throughout the whole of afternoon tea I'm going to be sitting at that table up the back to talk with you one-on-one with any questions and queries that you have so just making sure that you're available for that and people know exactly what the next steps are because they need instruction and it's not um it's not making out like they don't know what they're doing, but it's mm. quite clear. So you'll be sitting at the back of the room at that table at this time to answer their questions. You have ten spots available. They'll know exactly what to do. You don't want to, them to leave the room thinking, Oh, how do I sign up for that program again?
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You and, and that's the same for any you know, any kind of offer that you're making, whether it be at an event live, or you do that online, you really need to step people through and give them clear instructions. Um, but they just respond so much better to it and, and you'll get much, much, much better, uh, better conversions than if you just, you know, people, people need to know what to do and for you to take them by the hand. So that's great advice. I love, I love that too. And um, what else would you, like to, would you like to share about hosting events, Jade? Is there something you'd like to um, leave our listeners with if there's one thing to take away from today's call? Let me know what you, what you think that is and, and perhaps if there's a way that you dive, they can dive into that more in your workshop wonderful program.
1: So, the biggest takeaway that I'd love listeners to think about today is to really look at how events can be part of your marketing and promotional schedule for the whole year. Because events are such a gift to you, you can absolutely use them to promote your whole business, all of your offerings in many different ways throughout the course of the year, either through testimonials, through case studies through beautiful photographs or videos that you get from the day, from the information that you create and all of that content. You know, don't do something once for a once-off. Recycle Mm -hmm. it in different ways. And look at how you can integrate your events into your business plan as a whole. Because a good event will fulfill your attendees, but a great event will fulfill your whole business.
0: Mm, Absolutely and I really think that it's such a powerful way for you to um, you know spread your message, grow your income um, and grow your influence even if you're starting with from a list of of zero right you're just getting started it's a great way to build momentum um, and revenue uh, from a base of nothing because people love um, learning things up close and personally so Um, I I really, you know, am a proponent of people adding events to their marketing offers and I think um, your beautiful uh, Program is a great way to get started. It's super good value Um, You know, it's it's, it's not um, a massive investment to get started with you to learn all your beautiful years of experience so um, if you want to check it out, I'll have the link in the show notes, but Also, um, I'll just say here too, it's victoriagibson.com forward slash workshop wonderful and they can go ahead there and and find out all the information. Uh, When is that, uh, we're just doing the current round now, so um, obviously if you're listening after sort of February 2016, you may have to wait for the next round, but when's the current round closing, Jay?
1: So registrations for this round close on the first of February and we'll be kicking off on the eighth of February. And okay,
0: I'm so excited. great. Yay, it's super exciting. <laughs> and and so the people who did it last round got some great results and really enjoyed the programme, I'm sure. Uh,
1: absolutely. And even people who came in knowing that they wanted to do events but they didn't know how it would look or even what type of event they would do really surprise themselves so this is just great knowledge to have in your business toolkit it will serve you in so many amazing ways so I hope to see you in there
0: yeah great well thanks for sharing all your beautiful tips I love talking events we'll have to do it again soon and um, that link again for anyone who wants to check it out victoriagibson.com forward slash workshop wonderful or one word um, get over there take a look um, learn from jade she is such a beautiful beautiful woman who will nurture and take care of you in in this program um, as she does so beautifully for everyone so um, couldn't recommend it more highly and um i look forward to seeing you again soon in person my love and uh yeah can't can't wait
1: Thank you so much. Thank
0: you for having me. My pleasure. I'm dedicated to bring the best marketers to you right here on Sky High Results Online. If you're a woman looking to rapidly grow your business with powerful online marketing campaigns and the support of a brilliant group of like-minded entrepreneurial women, head on over to victoriagibson.com.